This episode of the Columbia Basin Herald Studio Basin Podcast is brought to you by the Moses Lake Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber works to help businesses in and around Moses Lake flourish through networking opportunities, member-to-member savings for products and services, and connecting businesses with the resources they need to make Moses Lake a wonderful place to live, work, and play. For more information, visit moseslake.com or call the Chamber at 509 765-7888. Again, that's moseslake.com or 509-765-7888. Well, I'm Charles Featherstone, senior reporter with the Columbia Basin Herald, and I am here with my colleagues, other senior reporters, Cheryl Schweitzer and our sports correspondent, Ian Vivona. We are here with the Studio Basin Podcast, and we're going to do something a little bit different this week. Hope you all had a Merry Christmas. We're going to talk about the favorite stories that we that we did this this year a little bit um, and I am gonna start off with my four-day barge trip down the Snake and Columbia rivers which was which was a hoot um, I really enjoyed it and I'm gonna tell you something that I think that th- well aside from being out just the, the the change of scenery getting getting to uh, to, to be out on a river to to, to be out in the air it, it was kind of nice to be able to take four days to write a story well, you know, working for a tiny newspaper, we 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 have to work very very hard. We have to do a lot of scrambling, basically just to make sure we have enough to fill a paper and um, uh, to put in a paper on a daily basis. And so, oftentimes, we don't have the ability to reflect. And I just spent the first two days of that trip watching them. I didn't ask any questions. I didn't take any notes. I just watched them and got to take the rhythm of this particular crew on this on this on this boat, this tugboat, Holland barges and watch what they do. And only after I'd have been doing I, I was doing that for two days, then I asked them questions. Because um, it gave me the opportunity to ask better questions. But it was fun to haul tons of grain, uh, see how that is done, see how important the navigable parts of the snake Um, and the Columbia River are to getting goods uh, shipped down and out um, to the wider world, people who are hungry for our wheat and our potatoes, though I think it's mostly wheat that they haul. Um, The other interesting thing was about that is that, you know, just learning, for example, um, I talked with one guy who started out his career logs, and they used to put logs in the river and then haul them like that. They don't do that anymore. They put logs on barges now, but... Mm. But it was just fun to watch this crew. The favorite thing I like about this job and have always liked about this job is I get to talk to people about what it is they like doing. I get to talk about pe- to people about what they do. You know, oftentimes the, it's work and people, people find meaning and purpose in work and so it is always you know, interesting to talk to people about that. Where do they find their meaning? Where do they find their purpose? And it's just, it was, it was an incredibly enjoyable trip from that perspective. Um, I'd like more of those, but I know that makes it tougher on the rest of you guys because then you have to fill in the holes that I can't do when I'm not there uh, doing stories for the daily. Um, we did a, I did a day-long trip with a, with a, with a truck driver from Tacoma, uh, partway to Caldwell. Didn't go all the way to Caldwell, Idaho. I was a little concerned that we might be going all the way to Caldwell, Idaho, and we want to go to Caldwell, Idaho. But I am hoping. I have already spoken... Uh, briefly uh, with someone at the Columbia Basin Railroad and I am hoping to be able to do a day on the Columbia Basin Railroad. They, they seem amenable to that so we could do a few of those. Um, I think once we've done trucks, 
trucks, trains, and barges. I'm not sure what else there is left unless FedEx wants to put me on a plane and you know, send me to Nashville or Chattanooga or wherever it is their main hub is. I'll do a rocket ship next. There we go. There we go. Yeah, maybe Elon, Elon Musk will send me into space. Um, or Jeff Bezos. Submarine. You know, yeah, you got a couple options. I mean, we do have folks well, building rocket engines here. There so. are not a lot of submarines in the Columbia River or Moses Lake <laughs> is the only problem. We'll find a connection. We'll, yeah. It's right up there with the Lake Orcas. Yes. <laughs> that is an inside joke. I'm That's a running joke. We'll, we'll we tell have. you that story at some point in time. But yes, Lake Orcas. Um, Cheryl, your favorite yes, story for the year. Um, what I really liked doing, and I did a lot of it this year, was talk to people and just have, like you said, some of it was work, some of it was play, some of it was... Um, other things, but over and over again, I met interesting people who were doing interesting things, liked what they were doing, um, had something interesting to say. And my old boss, Doris Valance, back in Brewster, used to say that um, everybody had a story. And there's people who don't believe that, but it's true. Um, the couple in Othello who had a going concern a gym that burned down mm -hmm. and they rebuilt it. Um, the guy here in Moses Lake who was 77 at the time um, drove a shuttle for a local um, car dealership and planned to keep working for a couple more years because he really loved it. Um, the lady in Othello who opened a bakery you know, two years ago she started it in, in the middle of the COVID thing she started it in her front yard <laughs> and she's gotten to the point where she now has a has a storefront um and there's the lady i wrote about a couple days ago who makes quilts from old jeans something she picked up from her dad um the athletes i met the kids from othello the kids from royal i did all football games so or mostly football games so the kids from Royal, the kids from Othello, the kids from Moses Lake, you know, the players from Euphrata, Quincy. It was a lot of fun. And basketball last week, corker of a game between Quincy and, and Euphrata, one point in overtime was the difference. Mm -hmm. And all of those things are cool. Um, a young lady from Othello just scored her thousandth point as a Husky. And... Those things are awesome. Mm -hmm. Those things are fun. Those it's fun to meet the kids who play thing, you know, who play and do things. Um, it's fun to talk to the actors at Maskers or mm -hmm. Basin Community Theater who are doing a play just for the fun of it. They don't make any money off of it. They're just doing it for fun. Mm -hmm. um, there's all kinds of interesting things happening here and not just here in the basin, but everywhere and interesting people that are fun to meet. And I get paid to write about them, which is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> you, you made me think of the, the, the trip I did to the, to the sewage treatment plant here in Moses Lake uh -huh. this year. And then a few years ago, not long after I started, I, I also did a tour of the Afredo water treatment facility, wastewater treatment facility. And, and, and I'm always reminded of just how important this work is, that, that this is the really important stuff um, because without it, you can't really have a city. 
you can't really have, mm -hmm. you know, civilization as we know it without this, this work. And it's a handful of people um, doing some very basic essential stuff that none of us much wants to think about, but that unless it gets done. The guys that clean the streets, mm -hmm. the guys that make sure the water system is, mm -hmm. is not contaminated, all that stuff. Again, it's 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 stuff that we that we don't think about, but it's fascinating once you start talking to these people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we've met pilots, we've met truck drivers, we've met dispatchers. Dispatchers. We've been everywhere, man. Mm -hmm. Across the desert bear. Across the desert. Well, the next segment of the Studio Basin Podcast is brought to you by the readers of the Columbia Basin Herald. That would be us. The paper serves the entirety of Grant and Adams counties in central and eastern Washington, which has strong traditions in agriculture, industry, and taking care of one another. The Columbia Basin Herald is grateful to our readers for their support and to our advertisers who support our efforts to keep the communities we serve informed. So thank you very much to our advertisers. We really appreciate all that you do. And now, Ian, you've been on vacation this week, so normally we'd have something formally sportsy here, but we're going to talk to our sports reporter, you know, what has been the favorite thing you've been you've done this who, year? Who also is totally new to Washington. Exactly. Yeah. So He's I mean, a Virginia boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first year in Washington, and I think uh, along with meeting a lot of people here in the basin, it's just been fun to get all the new experiences about living in a new state especially one that I'm really not used to at all. Like I grew up in Virginia for until I went to college. I went to college in Alabama, so the western part. I was born in Hawaii, so I've been a little west, but not west coast or anything. <laughs> not that moved, you could remember. Yeah, we moved when I was like three, so I have like <laughs> one or two memories. But um, no, it's been really fun just kind of going around to all of the, I mean, high school coverage is pretty much the bulk of my job. And it's been really fun to go to all of these 12 schools around the basin here. And just meeting all the people, um, I don't even know how many teams we cover because I really lose count. But um, it's a been lot. fun. Yeah, like <laughs> it's been fun at least trying to get to at least one game for each team per season or one meet or anything like that. Um, I think if I had to pick a favorite story that I've written, it'd probably be the profile story I wrote on Wiley Allred for the uh, Royal Knights uh, Championship Edition uh, thing that we mm -hmm. put together. That was really fun just kind of talking with him. Because he's such a legendary coach in Washington. I mean, he's received countless honors for his accomplishments leading the Royal Knights to success. They just locked up their 11th uh, state championship in their school history. And it was a lot of fun covering them throughout the year and really getting to know all those kids. Um, it's just been, uh, it's been a lot of fun, like, learning about new sports. Um, where I grew up, wrestling wasn't very big, but it's very big here. So it's uh, the first like week or two is a little bit of a, a learning curve, I guess, so to say. But I think I have it pretty down pat now. But I'm really looking forward <laughs> to getting, uh, getting out to some of the more of those meets throughout the rest of wrestling season and just kind of learning more about the sport and just kind of other things that I didn't know much about growing up. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people, I thank all the coaches for being a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, helpful with me. Uh, with uh, learning this new sport and just giving it the respect it obviously deserves. But um, I think just meeting all these people, because like Cheryl said, everyone kind of has a story to tell, and that translates to sports as well. It's a lot of fun, not just writing about the game story, like, oh, Othello beat Moses Lake 
whatever to whatever. It's about finding that other angle in the game. It's like, wow, Othello rushed for 250 yards in this game, and they've really been running the ball really well all season. And, oh, they really have a history of running the ball. Let's look more into that. Um, that's a lot of fun. That's probably my favorite part of the job is finding those other kind of underlying themes. And I'm really looking forward to doing that more in the future through the rest of winter sports and then when spring sports season gets started. Okay. One of the things that happened during football season was to get decent pictures, you kind of have to get close to the action. Mm -hmm. And I ended up talking to some of the players occasionally. And they were very articulate, and they, you know, a couple kids in Othello's, at the end of a game, they were winning pretty big, so I guess the coach didn't care. They're like, oh, take our picture. <laughs> well, you got tackled Stuff like once, that. didn't you? I, I got knocked down. I didn't get tackled. <laughs> I tried to get out of the way, but I accidentally got in the way. And yes, they knocked me down. And both of them were very apologetic. They didn't mean to knock me down. No, I didn't. And they were both very apologetic. The Othello kid apologized to me twice. <laughs> so, and you know, it didn't, it didn't, wasn't a big deal. But you meet, I found the athletes that I talked to to be very articulate and very interesting and very thoughtful. So. Yeah, I absolutely agree. <laughs> Everyone's very well-spoken. Yeah, absolutely. And they're always very, uh, even if they lose or even if the game doesn't go their way, they're always very approachable and they mm -hmm. like to talk. Um, and that definitely helps out as well. And I really like talking. Uh, and I like talking with them. They're very, they provide a lot of insight. And even, even when Moses Lake lost a game in the most bizarre way possible, mm -hmm. <laughs> the kids and the coach were still willing to... Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And that's not always easy when you just lost a game on one of the weirdest plays anybody's ever going to see. Yeah, a yeah. game <laughs> that you probably should not have or weren't looked like you weren't going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. like the overtime game last week, the coaches were quite, you know, win or lose, that's a hard one. Mm -hmm. Overtime, one point, and they talked to me. They were not worried, you know, they were very nice about it mm -hmm. and that's part of what makes it fun to do sports in general is the people that are in it yeah definitely there's some great coaches and some great athletes here yes well shall we wrap it up i believe so the studio basin podcast is produced by the columbia basin herald a local newspaper serving grant and adams counties in washington state our publisher is clint schroeder and our regional general manager is bob richardson our managing editor is Rob Miller, and our reporting staff consists of senior reporter Charles Featherstone, senior reporter Cheryl Schweitzer, staff writer and paginator Joel Martin, staff writer Rebecca Pettingill, and sports reporter Ian Bivona. The Columbia Basin Herald is published five days a week in print and online. The paper's website is www.columbiabasinherald.com. To provide feedback on the paper or the podcast, please email us at editor at columbiabasinherald.com. For the entire CBH staff, thank you for listening. I hope you had a Merry Christmas, and I hope you have, and have had, if you're listening to this after New Year's, a very happy New Year's.